Thanks for joining us this week on the show. For episode number 97, I am reaching back again into the vault and pulling back this interview that I created with Kim Serafini, founder of Positive Prime, that I released originally as a part of the Thriving Life Summit. What Kim creates and her mission to uplift the world is something that is so powerful. I know that, well, at any time, but especially at this time, her message is so relevant. Right now, and as is always the case, new things are bubbling up within the Positive Prime community. And to learn more about that, first, you have to be a member. And this is something you don't want to be missing out on. It's so exciting to see what's coming down the line. So if you're a regular listener, you know that you can on happifiedlife.com on the website for this podcast, there is a little round image with a link that says start off happy. Click on that start off happy button at happifiedlife.com to learn more about Positive Prime. And you can even sign up for a free 30-day trial to see if it's something that works for you. I know it's one of the most powerful tools that I have discovered to shift my mood, my perspective for the rest of the day. And it's something I would love to share with you. Listen in to learn more. I know you're going to love this conversation. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us today on the Thriving Life Summit. I am Susie Vine, your host, and I am beyond thrilled to finally get to introduce you to the remarkable Kim Serafini, visionary, phenomenal leader, and community builder. Let me tell you a little bit about Kim, and then we're going to dive in because we have so much to explore and not enough time in the day. Kim Serafini is the CEO, help an edutech company founder of Positive Prime. Kim is also an executive coach, business advisor, innovator in the spa industry, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and her experiences in the international corporate management consulting in the field of leadership, opportunity to work with many of the world's highest profile business leaders, acclaimed scientists and leaders in the personal growth and development fields. The synthesis of all of these models, methods, and techniques to facilitate personal transformation are the foundation of Positive Prime. Devoted to helping others make significant, long-lasting, rapid, and successful changes, Kim is committed to continue innovating and leading with advanced technologies. She is even more focused on how to influence our mind by maximizing the discoveries from the field of neuroscience. That's a mouthful, Kim, and I'm afraid I didn't do it justice, but your path has, I believe, in retrospect, given you all of the foundations and building blocks to create this very unique position in which you find yourself today. I'm so glad you joined me. Thanks for making time in your busy schedule. Thank you so much, Susie. Hello, everybody. It is an honor, privilege, and pleasure to be here and a joy. And you're right, Susie, for any of you out there listening or viewing. Okay, so take a nice big deep breath, be truly present here. You might even want a pen and a piece of paper to take some notes. I guarantee to you there's going to be something that's of genuine value that you'll want to take away and apply, right? So without further ado, um, Thriving Life Summit. The work that you're doing, Susie, in the world is imperative. It's absolutely essential. And I applaud you for being a leading light in this area. And more importantly, somebody who walks their talk, which is obviously, no, maybe not obviously, but certainly what I admire and respect. Thank you. Thank you so much. And ever since our paths aligned towards the beginning of this year, and I look at the clock, it's 111. Nothing but synchronicities when I'm with you, Kim. Um, 
when we were brought together at the beginning of this year, I was introduced to you and a positive prime. And it was the synthesis of so many things that I have been looking for and bringing together to better serve my clients. So full disclosure, right up front to our audience who is watching, listening, and joining us. I am a member of the Positive Prime community, and it is one of my favorite tools. And one reason why I'm so excited to bring Kim on board the summit with us this week is to really gain the opportunity to see kind of the the history of this, why she felt it was so important to create this tool and where it could possibly take us. So let's just try to start at the beginning, if that's possible. As I said, it's been kind of a winding path for Kim and all of the different work that she has done. But I love the part of your story where I I cheekily call you an accidental best-selling author. When you created the book, I Am Grateful, can you give us a little bit of an idea how this practice of gratitude became so important to you and why this message is one that you feel caught on as strongly as it did? Oh, what a great question. All righty, so let's just drop into a moment. I was in Northern India, uh, I'd been to Rishikesh for the Diwali festival. It's a magnificent experience. And I was actually training Ayurvedic doctors and therapists at one of the world's most exclusive and exquisite health retreats. It's called Ananda, Ananda in the Himalayas or Himalayas. And I was looking out over these majestic mountains and I had one of those epiphanies, the ahas, the like, ah, now, I was actually there um, as a supplier. So they were a client of mine. And as was the case often in the fire industry, I set up like a distributorship in India and I set up a distributorship in Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. And I could go on and on and on about this particular business that I have. And what I can tell you is that I, along with all of the people that I served, seem to be afflicted with busyness and none of us, and I'm talking, I've noticed it's like billions of people on the planet, really understand just how appreciative we could or would or should be for our life and for life, life on this planet. Now, what I mean by that is I started to do some research about that which we take for granted gets taken from us. And it's an energy. And I was enamored with what was happening in the field of quantum physics and the law of attraction. And this was uh, nearly 20 years ago. Um, the movie The Secret had not yet become a phenomenon. Um, and in fact, YouTube didn't even exist. And I thought... I'm going to go around and interview to camera all of the people who are outrageously fabulous best-selling authors and ask them how important they believe a practice of gratitude is. Now let's fast forward it. And this positive prime technology, I want you to imagine it's an audiovisual experience. It's an activity that you engage in. You just sit there and view it. But what you've done is that you have personalized the experience by uploading through the software your own photographs. And I recommend people put in photographs of that which they're grateful for. Those for whom have made a contribution to their life and they're very thankful. And what that does is it puts you in a vibration of having received, right? And when you're in the vibration of having received, you will receive more because we are a matching vibration to that which is coming to us. So that's very esoteric. But what I've got to tell you is that I'm really anchored in the science. So what I actually discovered was the ways to justify and provide the evidence and the substance and the substantiation to all of these ideas that we had. And I'd actually come from the field of uh, management consulting. And so it's interesting because what I realized was that when we want to transform ourselves, we actually need a new identity. 
And you and I need to spend at least a couple of hours explaining how does one change, transform in a really elegant way that's very fast and enduring so that these changes that you make last, they're sustainable. And the funny thing is, is that had I not found it so difficult to be mindful of who and what I was grateful for with the distractions and the interruptions of life, I wouldn't have thought about what could I create that would allow me to experience it or live it or connect with it easily. So this positive prime experience, if you're still following me, is viewing at least 1,000 very carefully chosen flashcards. Imagine images. It is inside a special proprietary player. So it looks a little bit like watching a slideshow. However, every single photograph is curated according to principles out of positive psychology and neuroscience. And all of these photographs are necessary to actually activate your brain. See, we think in pictures. And so a lot of us are trying to um, change, become more relaxed, be more productive, go after our goals, um, overcome our own procrastinating ways, maybe deal with our fears and our worries and our concerns. And yet we often try to do that with some kind of audio intervention. We must have a visual intervention because we think in pictures, right? And we need a technology where we, those pictures, those photographs or images, they're flowing past you so quickly, you can't resist or reject them. And they're then accessing your other than consciousness and they're not being stopped by this conscious, critical judgment factor of your prefrontal cortex, which prevents you from taking on board anything that you're trying to change. And I'll, I'll just give you a little bit of an example because a lot of people haven't done this. Oh, oh now I understand. See, if you've never made a million dollars a year or if you've never experienced the most deliciously satisfying and rewarding, um, gorgeous relationship with a person who's absolutely ideal for you or you haven't yet um, radically healed yourself, you don't know what you don't know. And the funny thing is, is that even if you do know, like you might be the kind of person who wants to lose some weight and get fitter, and you might even be somebody who's got some qualifications and some experiences in the fitness field or in, you know, some kind of nutrition. And so we as human beings don't do what we know. And even more than that, we compound that by not knowing what we don't know. Mm. So our brain, when anything is unfamiliar, so we've got no reference for it. So we don't actually know it yet. We reject it and we resist it because as um, uh, our reptilian brain, this ancient part of ourselves, protected ourselves. And if we didn't really understand it, we immediately held it at bay so that it couldn't potentially be a threat to us because we didn't know if it was going to be a threat. And that's the funny thing about making a million dollars a year. We think that we want something. We don't want the money, by the way. We only want what we think we're going to do with the money, right? But if you've never done it, you actually literally stack the odds against yourself because you're not familiar with who you need to be and the kinds of activities that you need to take in order to make a million dollars a year. Now, what I can tell you is that I guarantee to you, it's not anywhere near as hard as you think it is. It's not anywhere near as hard as you think it is. But you must be of the vibrational match that you've already received the million dollars a year that you've already had the idea about how you do that or the ideas. 
you've already been in momentum for long enough so that it just becomes a fait complete. It's just a natural progression. It just is, right? And interestingly enough, it's a bit like, I'm sure you've heard this, you're absolutely sure it's going to rain and the person with faith shows up to the outdoor party with an umbrella, right? That person is demonstrating energetically that they believe it's actually happening. And it's exactly the same with any goal that you really want to have. And who would you actually be if you were already making a million dollars a year? It's just an example, right? But I think that in this society that we live in, there are a lot of people who really want that. And they think that that money is going to facilitate their ability to thrive. <laughs> and you and I both know the science says that if you thrive, it's an inevitable outcome, right? You must thrive first and then whatever is necessary to facilitate the million dollars a year occurs for you, with you, through you. So that's a very long intro, Susie. Um, but it's almost like if we've only got a couple of minutes together, let's just cut to the chase. Let's get to the bottom. Let's just give you some proper value. Well, I love it. And, and I think it just perfectly demonstrates how interconnected your training, work experience, personal exploration and self-development have brought you to this completely... It, it seems like a, a logical deduction when you start putting together the illogical, big air quotes on that, way in which we are. You know, we think we know exactly what we want, and yet we can still be standing in our own way. And I love that you illustrated. I think it's really important for people to recognize this. There are so many audio meditations, affirmations. We can cue those up on YouTube, usually with a static image. And thank you for bringing back to mind the fact that we are incredibly visual creatures. And I wasn't able to take a look at your book, but I found it on Amazon. There are all of two copies available. <laughs> I have to get them out of someone's hands directly. Um, when I saw some screen captures, some of the pages, it looks so much like a positive prime session, the way that the images, you know, are stacked. It's, it's like a feast for the eyes. And before it was called positive prime, it was called mind PT. So some people know it from that original iteration, but it is such a, an evolution from that starting place when you felt compelled to really go to the people who are speaking into this space, the law of attraction, the power of gratitude, and bringing this information to the world. And that's how I feel. And that was really the impetus for creating this whole event is there is information that we have to know that no one is talking about. And so to bring us back to where you just wrapped up, the fact that illogically, when we put our happiness first, when we focus on gratitude, when we fortify ourselves and have the clarity of what it is we want to call in and really start to remove what, how we are holding that at bay, everything comes together remarkably easily. We take all of the friction out of the process when we put our well-being first instead of what society has trained us, focus on your goals, achieve success, then you're allowed to be happy and that whole broken system. And so I love that we're kind of blowing that up with the insights that you've built into this amazing platform, transformative technology, which is a whole field I hadn't even become aware of until I started working with you and the, and the folks behind Positive Prime. So thank you for demonstrating that. And I think that um, perhaps that opens up the next question that we can start to explain. And I've shared through my own work, some of the benefits of positive psychology and the evidence that we're finding that happiness, that higher levels of positivity bring us success more easily in addition to health and stronger social connections. So how are we turning, turning um, the social norms on their head? And I know that um, we've got the attention early on um, in your work with Positive Prime. One of the 
foremost researchers in positive psychology, Sean Aker, kind of cued in and saw the potential of what you've been creating in how it aligns with what his research has demonstrated. So I'd love to take a little bit of a look into that. Well, let's start with Sean, who is a very gorgeous, uh, in his soul, uh, man, married to a beautiful woman, uh, very smart. Both of them are brilliant. More than that, they are generous. Uh, they're kind. And I reached out to Sean. I really wanted him to be involved with what we were doing. And you talk about how there's some iterations. You know, I started to develop what is now a positive prime session. So by the way, we call this exercise or activity that you're doing a positive prime session. I developed it when I still had the I am grateful and grateful was GR with a numeral eight for the infinity symbol, GR8, F-U-L, for the infinite number of things and people and places and experiences you can be grateful for. Anyway, so um, I originally actually called this enriching visions because these visioning processes really enriched you. They empowered you as a human being. Anyway, I reached out to Sean and he had already become very famous through his TED Talk and his work at Harvard University. And his wife had already become quite famous um, with work that she was doing with Martin Seligman, who is considered one of the fathers of positive psychology from the University of Pennsylvania. And a piece of research they were doing with Ariana Huffington, who was still then at the time the head of Huffington Post or HuffPost. And interestingly enough, they were actually researching negative priming. And they, they came to these conclusions that watching 15 minutes of the news was physically destructive, damaging, and disabling, and quite frankly, confronting and very scary. And so there are these adverse effects, serious adverse effects, because negative priming actually does something quite interesting to you physiologically, to your actual body, and indeed, your mind and your emotions. And it has a flow on impact that we're able to quantify with respect to productivity and um, pain and lost days or absenteeism. And what's even worse is presenteeism in organizations and so forth. So anyway, I reached out to Sean at precisely the most perfect time. But what most people don't know is that I had photographs because you know how I said you personalize a positive prime session just before? Well, I had photographs of all of the people that I wanted to meet and work with. I had photographs of all of the um, extraordinary experiences that I wanted to have in my life. So I, I had actually found photographs of everything that would be on my bucket list and I'd uploaded it. And so what was happening was that as I was viewing one of these sessions and I was speeding it up, so there's variable speed inside this very special player. And the faster you go, the more you're in surrendering and letting go so for any of you who are into the esoterics you've got to surrender and let go so there's non-attachment to what it is that you want in order to help bring it about so I was watching all of these um uh sessions that have been personalized with photographs of Sean and Michelle at speed and so of course the universe arranged for me the absolutely precise moment when Sean had just done a deal with Oprah Winfrey to create his science of happiness course and they'd already pre-sold it to like 50,000 employees at Google and so forth. And I reached out to him and I said, I'd really love for you to have a look at what I've created. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a computer programmer. I'm not a psychologist. What I have done is synthesized lots of different areas and like a polymath, because I'm so objective and I don't have any of the biases from inside these industries, I think I've done something revolutionary. Anyway, you wouldn't believe it. He had a look at it and was enamored and shocked and astonished. And he just was like, oh, this is extraordinary. And so he actually presented it to the Oprah Winfrey Network as one of the aspects he wanted inside his court to bring about the happiness advantage. So you could all go and have a look at Sean's work, his book. I would recommend that you buy it. In fact, I would strongly suggest that you do. It's one of those real game changers. And so what happened was Sean and Michelle had to actually organize the efficacy research on what we had created or what I had actually personally invented because we needed to prove that it actually did work, that what we were claiming was true and real. 
And they were the ones that discovered that if you view a positive prime session for a minimum of three minutes, the effects last for six to eight hours. You're more creative. You're more resourceful. You're more solutions orientated. You make decisions faster. If we were to give you puzzles, you would actually come to these conclusions and solve the puzzles more quickly. You would actually get it more right faster. And so there's a lot of scientific validation to what happens where, when we're in a state of being positively primed, right? Now, being positively primed means you're thriving. So Susie's point, being positively primed is about being and not doing, right? So we've all heard about that. Being positively primed is being in a high vibrational state of frequency. And do you know what? We can put some of the fanciest new wearable health tech devices on you. And I, because I'm involved in the transformative technology um, think tank of all of these founders who create these scalable revolutionary phenomenal technologies, whether that's the aura ring or the whatever, um, Calm and Headspaces apps, um, all of these kinds of people, we all hang out together. Well, we've actually been able to see with our own eyes with some of these new headsets, brainwaves changing. And so we know for a fact that when you watch a positive prime session that's actually being personalized, you actually drop out of high beta, which is terribly damaging for you, by the way. There's a lot of research in the fields of um, medical science is about high beta thinking. So these brainwaves that are really about you being in flight or fight mode and you having lots of adrenaline in your body and you basically being on the fast track to diabetes or heart disease or um, inflammation in the body and so forth. So we know that those brainwaves are associated. We, we know also that heart waves are in sync with the brainwaves. So if we do heart rate variability, you know, uh, many years ago, I went to heart math um, which is an institute in the US and I showed the founders and the executive directors positive prime and they all sat there with a the session and some of them are long-term meditators and they could not drop into you know a perfect coherence as fast with meditation as they could with positive prime and so I'm not saying that you know viewing a positive prime session is the only way for you to become positively primed yes if you're a long-term meditator you can actually drop into this beautiful coherence in your brain waves and your heart waves. But most of us don't meditate regularly enough for long enough to bring about this rapid, you know, improvement inside three minutes. Um, funnily enough, even when you are meditating and you're not supposed to be thinking of anything, you're actually imagining with your mind, you're seeing in pictures. And so it's, it's very interesting. People don't really understand how mindfulness and meditation activities are so closely linked to what we're actually doing with Positive Pride more overtly, right? We're just addressing the fact that we're human. The other thing that most people don't um, necessarily see at first with Positive Prime is every single time you press play and you watch one of these um, experiences every single day, is that it reshuffles and you see everything in a randomized order. And you need to do that because the brain needs novelty from a neuroscience research point of view in order to bring about sustainable change that is really quite rapid. If you want quick results, you must have novelty built into the process. And so if you see the um, images in a different order, the brain recognizes that as, ah, oh, this is slightly different from before and it'll never be the same. So you might see a photograph of the Eiffel Tower along with the elephant and then the next one is a rose and the next time you'll actually see the rose but you know there's a photograph of a beautiful paradise you know in the pacific ocean um, an image of an overwater bungalow for example and then you might see um, a horse and the funny thing is, is that you'll create new neural pathways of the rose with these other options which actually brings about this out-of-the-box approach that you then have to life and so we can actually generate that just simply for ourselves by viewing a positive prime session and watching the same piece of content. There are hundreds of pieces of content, by the way, from lots of best-selling authors, whether it's Jack Canfield and his success principles, and I could go on and on and on and on. Well, if you watch the same piece of content like twice in a row, you'll actually create these new neural pathways with that content 
content and it's like mixed up and jumbled up and that also allows you to be in the state of surrendering letting go and 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 bringing in perhaps the insights that you so desperately needed but you didn't even know that you need to actually achieve what it is that you've set out to accomplish it's a it's a bizarre and you know quite frankly beautiful way to harness and leverage the strengths and the gifts and the talents you actually have, right? You are more incredible than you give yourself credit for. So true. So true. And, and really in, in the program that I've created, I mean, that's where we start. We start with worthiness and recognizing that that we deserve to be more confident of our innate skills and talents. You know, we let the world negatively prime us and we start to not recognize our value, our merit, our potential. And so that's one of the things that I love. Um, also, any, any tool that is fast and effective and efficient, and that's another reason why I fell head over heels for Positive Prime, because as you said, it, it's new and novel every single time. And you can expand it if you want a longer meditative experience now up to 50 minutes. I, I love this new innovation. This is a, you know, it's, it's evolving all the time. There's always new things to explore and in as few as three minutes. And then in and of itself, that helps it be more effective because we don't have the time to argue with those affirmations or be skeptical as to what we're seeing in the session. So I love how it all plays together. And, um, but I would like to explore, you know, initially, your initial work was in change management and that sort of consulting work with corporations. So I find that fascinating. And, I, and then you made a pretty big shift to go into sports therapy and physiotherapy. Um, do you feel like that experience in seeing the way that businesses are run and the ways in which they needed to change to be successful, do you feel like that informed what you're creating now or do you feel it really came from your deeper self-exploration or is it, of course, a product of all of the above? <laughs> I love that. It's a product of all of the above. You know, one of the things that we observe when people go through dramatic change in these, you know, hectic environments in the corporate world where large organisations are merging and there's this acquisition activity and, and so forth, um, people check out emotionally, mentally, and so they're not efficient and effective and they don't actually contribute to the business. And... The reason why is, is because effectively we're in overwhelm. And in that process, we can't think straight. So when you are negatively primed versus positively primed, your brain doesn't work for you, right? So if you are negatively primed, so if you're super stressed and you're super worried and you're super anxious, which by the way happens in change situations, because we don't know if we're going to survive the fallout in these situations where lots of people are made redundant and when you've now got to go and work on a different part of the business because you're being, you know, moved to the side or moved up or moved down and, you know, everything's being positioned in such a way that the company's trying to retain you, but it doesn't necessarily mean the next chapter is going to be better. And usually the process is very uncomfortable. And so we noticed that during these times, people took more vacations because they just didn't even want to be at work, right? And even if they were at work, that's where this term presenteeism came from 20, 25 years ago. Um, people, they weren't paying attention and they weren't actually busy. You know, they weren't thriving, and so the crazy thing is, is that we're now some 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the track. We now know with all of these workplace wellness programs, of which, by the way, Positive Prime is the most ideal solution to integrate. And we have lots of organisations already doing that globally. We have a whole division that looks after that corporate work. Um, I speak, by the way, at conferences with all of these CPOs, like chief people officers and HR directors and so forth about, you know, 
we've started to understand that people really and truly are, are quite frankly, the key asset. And we're at a point in business where we pay people so well, we need them to be at their maximum capacity, at their optimal performance levels. We must. It's economics, for sure. But it's deeper than that. See, none of us are going to develop our full potential unless we're positively primed. And that we know. And we know that as a fact. And so there are organizations that genuinely and sincerely care about their customers and about their employees. And they want these people to actually want to come to work. They want these people to actually want to do business with the organization. And when that happens, yeah, you get profitability. You get performance improvements. Um, you get cost reductions because people don't, and it's, it's interesting because when, in a manufacturing sense, um, when people are positively primed, they don't hurt themselves as much. So there isn't the expense of all of the slips and falls and the breaks and the this is and that. So it, it has a bottom line impact these days. Um, yes, it's very airy-fairy. And I think that we're evolved enough to know that the soft really has a hard impact. 20 or 30 years ago, um, only those very progressive organisations in the world had enough courage to develop the soft skills of their people. There were early adopters of things like emotional intelligence and there are early adopters of being positively primed as well. And so we, I would imagine in 20 years time are gonna be a little bit like where emotional intelligence is now. There will be very few employees managers, executives that don't go through courses that understand the art and the science of positive priming because it's essential for how we actually fulfill our full potential. And we will not have innovation at the rate it's actually occurring if we don't have positively primed people in organisations. Um, when I think about what's happening with artificial intelligence and with immersive technologies. And, you know, I live a little bit in this in terms of our, um, you know, I'm a futurist, always have been. I wasn't even in the spire industry 20 years ago. Um, what, I, what I can assure you is that we will be able to um, go into these, I want you to kind of imagine their pods. I had these visually designed a long, long time ago, but you're in this immersive experience and you might be standing there and because of, um, the field that you're in, it'll be measuring your heart rate and your brain waves and everything else like that. But this immersive experience will be a positive prime session that we watch, but in augmented and virtual reality. So we will become the kinds of people who just step into this and maybe it'll be something that's inside your home, a bit like, I don't know, the Swedish people go into their saunas, right? Um, Australians dive into their backyard swimming pool whatever right we'll go into these experiences because it'll actually be necessary for our survival i don't think the world's going to become the place that is um, less of an assault in terms of negative priming and so i think we're going to need these protective experiences that actually allow us to then cope with the negative priming of the world and that's why I start with positive priming every day because I need that protective barrier for my mind and my heart. And all organisations, by the way, just to bring it back to change management consulting, need the individuals who come to work to bring their hearts and minds with them, right? So it'll become inevitable that people will be required to be positively primed before starting work. Mm. And, and how timely, right? And, you know, there are cycles in everything, but I'm really thinking of how you were explaining your role with these corporations as a consultant, helping them navigate change. And the one thing that has been a part of the last two years has been the dramatic amount of change that we have all had to navigate. And to your point, you know, the, the level of stress that we've all been carrying and the fatigue that we're all at because the stress has been as consistent as it has been. 
with its peaks and valleys, but there hasn't been much of a, a relief to the stress. And so the benefit or the way that we can take control and choose to positively prime ourselves, to bring on an armor, to buffer ourselves against the world, which, I mean, we can't even turn on media without having to try to avoid the negative priming, right? It is, it is coming in on all channels. And so when we can strengthen ourselves in going into the workplace, and as you mentioned, for corporations to have that awareness and be making it available to their teams. I love that we have that ability to be a partner with corporations. I've heard extraordinary stories of some of, of my fellow practitioner and her experience in bringing it into the classroom. So even younger children, when, when we recognize the impact of the negativity that is in our world and the way that they're navigating and the change that can result when we bring positivity to them, I think is extraordinary. And as I've discussed with other experts in the course of the summit, the changes that we are bringing about, the healing that is happening, the way that the younger generations will come up with a whole vocabulary and personal awareness that wasn't necessarily available to us, I think is really what's going to facilitate the change that we all know we are needing in the world. You know, what's very interesting is that I was talking to my niece the other day. She's 17. She's a remarkable young lady, accomplished. Uh, she's actually school captain. Anyway, she was saying to me that she had made a decision to post less about herself and her friends on Instagram and that she was going to do more posts that were storytelling about what makes her happy and what she's grateful for. And I thought, wow. See, I think that people thought there was personal development and self-improvement and this, you know, um, spiritual growth journey was woo-woo and not necessarily for everyone. I now believe that given the world that is on the, you know, rocket going to the, you know, outer edges of space, but we're moving so fast in terms of exponential technologies, the children of today must have tools that are positive psychology, neuroscience based. They must. It's going to be necessary for their survival. They live in times and the environment that are so negatively priming. And I do agree with you, Susie. If, you know, 17-year-olds are taking it upon themselves to do something that we might think is a little more enlightened or a little bit more evolved, that's exciting. But they're going to need to, interestingly enough, because it's only going to get worse in terms of the negative priming. Um, everybody out there, I'm sure, has seen, you know, the documentaries on Netflix about the algorithms of social media, et cetera. We could go on and on and on and on, and on about, you know, the politics of this issue. Um, the point is, is that we as human beings can be conscious and we can make decisions and be accountable and responsible for doing that which is necessary to give ourselves the best chance. We all know that preventative medicine is not anywhere near as popular as um, the interventions that are necessary when you're at a point of crises. But I think that what's going to happen is more and more and more people are going to be at points of crises and then they're going to actually explore tools like positive prime and it's going to be essential. So it's a very interesting world that we're actually creating right now, you know, two years post the, the COVID. Right, right. And I believe... Um... What you are illustrating is the value of that, the importance of that. And your niece is such a beautiful example of empowering ourselves to make our own choices, to decide how we're going to step into that. I just want to also add, yeah. she has me as an aunt, right? And as a godmother. And so um, I'm going to urge everybody out there to use Positive Prime become a subscriber. There's actually a five for one offer. So you can share it with four family members, be the role model that actually demonstrates to these 17 year olds that they have the power to actually post something that's empowering, something that's enriching, something that's uplifting, something that's, you know, quite frankly, you know, wholesome. I think that's what I love. And in terms of me being 
um, somebody who guides others. And I've clearly been guiding her very subtly for her life. Um, I, I actually want everybody to know that if you spend the time getting really clear about what it is that you want to experience in life, you will find the resources necessary for you to bring that about. Most people don't spend the time, maybe once a year. We, we do a lot of this in, in, the, in the spa industry, in the retreat world. We encourage people to go away for an extended long weekend or a week and go to these health retreats and to just give yourself some time to recalibrate and regenerate and rejuvenate and so forth. I believe that at least once a year, if all you do with Positive Prime is use it as the process that forces you to go through a visioning, you know, your vision board and your bucket list and defining your goals and so forth. Um, what I've helped my beautiful niece to do is to really think about what is it that she wants to experience in this very short and precious life and who does she want to be? And she's doing a spectacular job of that, by the way. Um, incredible. Mm, beautiful. And I'm so glad that you uh, brought that up because it is, it's something that we rarely make the opportunity for to get crystal clear on the future that we want to be creating for ourselves as we are in the act of creating it. And that it should be more than an annual exercise. It should be something that we create that opportunity for that we really feel into. And like you were uh, describing the potential of having almost a virtual reality session where you can step into a more atmospheric experience. Ooh, that's delicious. I'm so excited to see what's coming up around the bend. Um, you've made available a really extraordinary opportunity. So as you mentioned, um, with a membership for Positive Prime, you get not one, but five seats, if you will, in the program. So what that does is it lets you customize your sessions by uploading your own images, and you can share that opportunity with four other people on your account. So you really can have a family plan, if you will. And what Kim has very, very kindly offered after the summit has wrapped up. Um, so anyone can try Positive Prime for free for 10 days. There's a free 10-day trial available. What Kim has offered is the opportunity to join us in a goal setting, a vision casting sort of a workshop where you can be supported and guided in getting that kind of clarity in finding images that you want to incorporate in your session so you can literally create this experience for yourself. You know what, you're invited. So if you're listening, Give yourself a gift. You're worthy and deserving of it. Just come and join us. You might not really know what is it, why, how, oh, but all will be revealed. Have a little courage, a little faith. Just step in, go, yes, yes. I don't even know what it really is, but I'm going to say yes anyway. And come and spend some more time with us. I'm pretty sure you'll go, wow, I'm so grateful that I did that. Definitely. Definitely grateful. Definitely inspired, motivated, energized. There are so many delicious states of being that come along with this opportunity to positively prime. I will share some more resources on this webpage where you are catching this during the summit event. So you can learn more about some of the folks that we mentioned, the data that is coming in from science and research that is happening right now around the US and around the world, and um, the opportunity to check out a session and to get yourself on board for Positive Prime so you can start to see the potential. I know that you'll feel it right away. So is there anything else, Kim, that we didn't have a chance to explore? There's always volumes. I know we could go, go on for decades, but. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Susie. I think you do a fine job, by the way, of leading workshops that explain the science of Positive Priming. And for those of you who are listening, if I was you, I would invite Susie to actually present, teach, inspire you um, and or a group of people. I've seen some recordings of some workshops that she's done and I feel like it's 
a blessing that you're a part of our professional leaders community. I feel it, it's a blessing that you're one of our featured authors. And I do know that your participation makes what we do a lot more valuable. We have literally, we have tens of thousands of people who view Positive Prime sessions every single day all around the world. And um, there is a rare opportunity for each of these people to watch you know, something new 365 days of the year. That's how much content we have. So um, I don't know, just might, just dive in, right? Dive in, start the trial. I promise you it's going to be worth it. Even if you stay for a month, it's going to be worth it. You might then realise, actually, you don't want to be without this. I wouldn't want to be without it. And I promise you, I really know the science. And if Sean Acor thought it was that good that he included it in his Oprah Winfrey Network program and they've sold it to tens of thousands of corporate employees, quite frankly, it's that good. Right. We don't need to keep inventing our own wheel looking for solutions. This is a really extraordinary opportunity. So I hope that you'll take our word for it and take a look for yourself. And I, I had so much fun putting together that workshop. Absolutely. There is so much under the hood that we can't do it justice within this conversation. So I'm glad we got to explore a little bit of the history, the origin, the inspiration. And, and I do, I love to share the science, the data, what really makes it hum. So on all aspects, I, I think it's an extraordinary gift and I can't wait to see it reach the, the saturation that I know that it will and, and you know the potential is extraordinary. So thank you, Kim, so much for all that you do, for joining me early in the morning in Australia to accommodate my schedule. And, and I, I look forward to uh, collaborating with you in this workshop and beyond. Well, thank you, everybody. See you soon. Go on, go sign up, all right? <laughs> Thanks. Take good care. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.